0: Thank <laughs> you. Greetings, fellow investigators, and welcome back to our video podcast, Into the Darkness, where my friends and I play the Call of Cthulhu role-playing game. I'm your host, Tom Raley. The campaign is The Two-Headed Serpent. It was written by Paul Fricker, Scott Dorward, Matthew Sanderson, and edited by Mike Mason. It's available from the Chaosium website. Our game master is Matthew Sanderson, and this is episode two. Let's hear the recap.
1: You're listening to WITD Radio. Coming to you live from the Bancroft Building in downtown Arkham, WITD Radio is proud to present The Two-Headed Serpents. In our last show, March 15th, 1933, while on a humanitarian mission initiated by the Caduceus Organization to a remote village in the forested wilds of South America, our heroes encountered gunfire. Presumably from the conflict between the Bolivians and the Paraguayan armies. The caduceus representative and leader of the group, Dr. Arturo Ursini, was fatally wounded while attempting to inform our heroes of their true mission. While the Frost brothers, Magnus and Connor, used their expert marksmanship skills to pick off the soldiers, Gianni Aravino managed to surprise another soldier and drop him with a cosh to the head. And while the mechanic, Gilead Sartfield gathered the doctors and nurses to cover. The German linguist Professor Gerhard Heinrich used the dead doctor's body as a shield, while at the same time searching the body for clues as to their true mission. In the end, our heroes triumphed with nary a scratch on them, and all of the Bolivian soldiers dead, except for a single fellow who managed to escape much to the chagrin of Magnus Frost. Once in the village, they made contact with a Dr. Gomez, who informed them all of the strangeness of both the soldiers and the villagers. The Frost brothers, still stinging from their earlier encounter, couldn't help but attempt to provoke the two soldiers on duty, but found, much to their surprise, that the men were nearly unresponsive and obviously drugged in some way. They decided to leave it for now. Professor Heinrich and the others began piecing together information based on the contents of Dr. Ossini's pockets and discovered that their mission was something else far more mysterious than humanitarian. This was confirmed by Artfield when he managed to set up the radio transmitter receiver and make contact with Caduceus headquarters in New York. There was a covert mission, and it involved a temple, a temple guardian, a living female mummy, and a lot of danger. Would the heroes take the mission? Would the Bolivian army retaliate? And what is the terrible, monstrous temple guardian? Stay tuned to this station and find out for yourselves in the further adventures of... The Two-Headed
0: Serpent. So without any further
2: delay, let's continue our journey into the darkness.
0: Matthew?
2: Right. So, as we left it last time, we have uh, Johnny and I believe uh, Gerhard were heading over to a hut. Right. So you you
3: approach? Walking across. We're taking a look over. Uh, Gerhard. Uh, Adi's still in the radio shack, right? Yeah. Let's
4: let's grab him.
0: All right. Adi. We'll over to the shack. Hi, you guys. Uh, I got some news for you, uh, but uh, what's up? I got the radio working, by the way
4: with us think this is important we'll explain on the way
0: well all right all right um hold on let me let me secure this shit. um all right uh what, what it's all about
3: you want to tell him Gary?
4: well our two friends were interrogating the uh officers there are the privates
0: the soldiers right. over there
4: yeah we heard them mention something about a temple the kid nearly turned pale white and ran back to his
0: hut. Oh, well, I know all about the temple now. Yeah. Go on.
4: Well, if anybody knows where it is, that kid does.
0: Well, yeah, it shouldn't be that hard for us to find. Um, I've been talking to uh, headquarters, uh, Caduceus headquarters. I've been talking, actually, to Shapiro, uh, the guy in the letter. Uh, I got him on the radio. Um, It's part of some sort of mission that we're supposed to be on uh dr asini was supposed to tell us about it and uh you know got shot in the head uh so what's you said there was some kid
4: yeah one of the local villagers he was bringing water over to the troops and uh as soon as he heard the, the mention of a temple he turned white and ran to the uh ran back to i guess his parents to the hut
0: well i I can't imagine that the locals don't know about things like that. You know? Um, where are the other two
4: guys? They're over there. um oh, I see him.
0: Well, should we get them involved in this, whatever the hell we're doing?
3: I don't know. But you Last know time what? time they were involved, they turned into a bunch of cannon fire
0: over there. Morgan, Hello. I'm sorry. Uh... <laughs> Magnus. Uh, Connor, come here.
5: Yeah, what's up, Odd?
0: So, uh, I got the radio going, and I, I managed to get the station for Caduceus. uh, uh spoke with Shapiro. Um,
5: oh, really? He okay. wants uh, his mummy still?
0: Y- yeah. How do you know about the mummy?
5: It was in the letter. It was in the letter.
0: Okay. Well, it was such a bizarre thing going, going down, but yeah, apparently there's a temple nearby uh, and that uh, there's a mummy and there are artifacts that we're supposed to recover and that there is a temple guardian who is going to try to stop us, I suppose. And the mummy is not dead. And the mummy is not a boy. It's a female. It's a female living mummy. And we are supposed to protect her and bring her back to New York.
6: Well, that explains uh, one thing at least.
0: Does it? Could you explain it to me? Because it sounds like crackpot.
6: Well, it makes sense now why they hired two bounty hunters.
0: I guess. You have a pretty good shot.
6: Well, no, our job is to literally find people and bring them to other people against their will. That's literally what we do.
0: Alright, well, these guys say our friends here have said that you all know they're gabbing with the uh, the, the soldiers.
5: Mm-hmm. Look, these Something's wrong with them, too. I mean, that, that one over there, yeah. that infection in his arm is going to kill him. So he yeah, hasn't been ordered awesome. to go get a check taken care of. And I don't know about you, but if I was... I mean, either A, he's... So loyal that he'd rather let himself die where he stands than well, to walk I'm, over a couple of yards to get help. I'm not. So, there's nothing wrong with them.
0: Not so worried about the soldiers right now, but apparently you said something about the temple. In which case, these guys here said that they saw a kid who was carrying water drop the water and go running back to the village. So I think if there was a jig, it's up. I think that uh, the locals have to know about some temple that's nearby.
6: Did uh, Did you any of you guys go and talk to the kid?
0: Well, they said they were going to the kid right now. That's why they grabbed me. So should we all go? Uh, Maybe,
5: maybe we just, you know, Angel seems to have a kind of a soft spot. Maybe he should talk to the kid. I think uh, my own personal style might be a little too much for the. I'm I'm a little
0: afraid with all this that's going on that we might walk over there and get you know. Spear guns in our heads. Are, we got to look. Be if careful. anybody
5: brings pops a spear gun on you, odd, I'll I'll take care of them. Don't you worry.
0: Well, let's let's all head over there and see what the hell's going on. We had the soldiers.
4: Yeah, keep an eye out for the, the returning soldiers, also.
0: You didn't like tell them that we shot their friends, did you?
2: The only two that you can see are the two that were still over by their tents. They haven't moved from their sentry positions yet, and none of the others that uh, you've told are around, none of them have either come out in the open or appeared to have returned yet.
0: Okay. Well, let's find out what this kid business is all about.
2: Okay. So, you're all wandering over there en masse. Let's
0: just okay. to introduce ourselves to the villagers. Hey, how's it going? Good afternoon.
5: <laughs> I don't think they speak any English, odd.
0: Um, I didn't study Spanish in school, or whatever language they might be speaking here out in the ch- in the forest. Whatever. I think they understand waving.
2: Yeah, there seems to be some recognition, obviously, of waves and general body language, but no one says anything back. Certainly can't hear any words of English being muttered around you
4: do, do i have any idea what the indigenous language would be
2: yes i believe it's spanish we are the spanish or portuguese like most of uh, most of south america um nothing that's obscure enough that would get past you um you, you are generally catching that there's not an air of distrust but an air of caution amongst what they're saying it's like uh, a couple of snippets like, "Well, they don't look like soldiers," or "Oh, they just here to cause more trouble." Oh, they, they look a little—they dress a little weird, aren't they? Uh, but def- definitely outsiders.
4: I'm gonna snap my fingers and tell the group, "Hold on, let me run over to the supply cart." And a mo- few moments later, I come back with a couple of chocolate bars and a pack of cigarettes. Mm-hmm. And uh, I'm gonna tap on the side of the hut and, you know, trying to motion them out and i pair the gifts of the chocolate to the kids and the cigarettes to the adult. He's
0: giving it, us our it, fucking cigarettes
4: and our chocolate. Ah, uh, <laughs> oh, ow. Giving and more, Adi, let him, him go. And with my linguistic skills, I'm gonna to try to attempt a basic communication line.
2: Mm-hmm. Okay, um, which case you knock on the, the door frame. Um, there's not really so much of a door there, it's more just the opening that goes into the hut. Um, a man comes out in his probably early 40s, you'd take him, um, dressed fairly much like the rest of the locals. It's fairly, fairly basic clothing. There's not, not anything by uh, way of wealth or splendor here. Um, but he walks out. Um, the kid is very uh, very close behind him, um, hugging almost like a scared son would be behind his father. And there does seem to be a facial resemblance between them, definitely family resemblance. Um, he nods, or the kid smiles very much at take, uh, taking the chocolate and starts to uh, evidently knows what it is, so he takes that with uh, his eyes opening a bit wider, is uh, definitely happy. And the man actually replies in English and says, oh, thank you, thank you very much. Um, to whom do I owe the pleasure?
4: Uh, Gerhard, and these are my friends.
2: Thank you nods to each of you uh,
4: we had a question we um, we're looking for a temple that is in the area and i say it in a hushed.
2: his eyes he definitely his eyes or eyebrows rather raise a little bit of that um, he looks back to his son and says in says in the local language oh, you're right and then turns back to yourselves. um uh, why why would you be looking for a temple?
4: it's it's a very long story but we might be able to help each other out if you could help us get to the temple we might be able to help you with your problem and I nod my head towards the uh, towards the uh, soldier tent
2: <laughs> okay you'd uh, you'd better come in then away from and again he gestures in their direction subtly you' away from prying eyes Gentleman? turns around and heads in. All right. Uh... Well, I'll follow him.
6: I'm going to stand uh, at, at the door. I want to keep an eye on outside as well. Mm-hmm. Just because I'm, I'm a little worried that we've left our radio completely unguarded when one's been destroyed already. So I'm keeping an eye. Good they fun. can do talking in there.
2: You and can hear what's going on, so you can interject as and when you wish. Yeah, the guy um, turns around when he gets inside. It's a fairly basic sort of one-room hut, where there's a few small personal possessions around here, a um, couple of chests where stuff's stored. Otherwise, some fairly basic, a couple of basic beds, a cooking pot in the middle of the room with a little fire built underneath it, and a hole in the roof where smoke will escape. To and it's dark. It smells a bit of smoke in here, and other herbs and incense that you can smell from a couple of places around the room. Uh, what the,
4: Mm-hmm. I was just going to say, however the, the locals are sitting, if they're right on the floor, I'll sit just like they do.
2: Yeah, he invites you to take a seat around around the fire. And then he sits cross-legged uh, beside his son on the other side. You, you say this is a um, a long story. Well, like a, any good host, I'm more than welcome to sit here and listen, uh, listen to it as long as it takes to tell. My name's uh, Gregorio, by the way. Gregorio? This this is my son Federico.
4: Federico and Gregorio. Pleasure to meet you. Johnny, would you like to uh, explain to the gentleman?
3: I can do a small part. Uh, name's Johnny Adevino. Appreciate you letting us into your hut. Your home. Mm-hmm. Uh, your 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 son. He speaks English also?
2: No, unfortunately, he's not as widely traveled as myself. Um, well, he's, a, he's a slow learner. He sort of pats the guy on the um, on the shoulder. Oh, that, that's fine. That's yeah, Federico will learn it one day, but not.
3: Maybe it's better he doesn't understand it right now. <laughs> uh, we were sent here to ret- retrieve something for... Uh, for a company we work for. We didn't know that. We thought we were coming down to help you guys, and now that we're here, it seems that uh, we weren't here to do that after all.
0: Well, we'll still help you, you know.
3: Oh, yeah. If you need anything, we'll do the best we can to give you a hand.
0: If you need something fixed, I can fix it.
3: It's really
2: good. You say retrieve. say retrieve from the temple?
3: Yeah, it's a... Hits actually, re- we're, we're on a, um, I guess you could call it a rescue mission. Maybe a retrieval mission. There seems to be a lady in need in the temple. But she's not just any lady. She's a lady that may have been deceased for a very long time and wrapped up in all kinds of bandages. A mummy, if you will. Have you seen a mummy walking around or running below ground it sounds fantastic i
2: know oh not as fantastic as you might might believe um there's elements of what you say that certainly seem familiar but i'm not aware of any any mummy as you as you call her but we do know of of a lady under the ground yes do
3: you speak you, you almost, you almost talk as if you've spoken to her, or if you are on open communication with her. Is is that the case?
2: Um, spiritually, one might say. Um, there's a, a myth or a legend. Um, he kind of about narrows his eyes as if he's trying to make sure he's using the right words. Um, amongst our people, of uh, the one who sleeps, um, a spirit or may be a lady these things can get muddled over over long periods of time um, who was sent below the earth uh, by the gods of the other world and instructed to create a temple once the temple was complete she would lay down inside and sleep and has never awoken uh, one day when she wakes her chosen people ourselves as the as the locals here uh, we'll follow her back to the other world. We have a duty to tend to her while she sleeps by maintaining the five pillows of slumber that ensure her safety. So every year we have a um, a festival in which offerings are left at the at the various pillows and that we uh, pray is probably a strong word, but that we we worship and we respect. Uh, that she is doing her part to protect us as well. When,
0: when was the last time? When was the last time you had this ritual? Um,
2: almost about a year ago, exactly. In fact, the, the ceremony is due to start in the next couple of days.
0: Excellent. Is there? We would.
2: Some... Oh. Go ahead. Is
4: there some sort of guardian or large dog associated with this woman?
2: Uh, they. The legends do speak of a guardian that that keeps her safe while she sleeps but i don't recall it being being a dog we
0: don't we don't mean any kind of sacrilege in your beliefs but apparently we're there there is knowledge of this kind in the outside world they've sent us because they need i assume to speak with her or to convey a message to her, or something like that, um, I would. Would you allow us to observe the uh, ritual? Is that allowed?
2: You, he, he nods thoughtfully. Um, there's a little bit of a degree of concern on his face. Yeah, I, I do not see a problem with. We we've had outsiders observe our uh, our customs before. Uh-huh. Um, the the point that concerns me somewhat is. Your word removal. Do you, you intend to take our to take our spirit away from us?
3: Well, is she in any is she in any shape to
0: travel?
2: Well, I, I've never seen her. I, I've attended to the pillows of slumber every year of my life. We uh, uh, the temple uh, itself is buried way below ground.
0: We uh, we absolutely mean her. No harm whatsoever. Mm.
2: No. Magnus.
4: Didn't you see the dog or the creature? Go stick your head in here a second. How can I help? Can you explain to this man what you saw? Uh,
6: as from a distance something something on all fours. The the, the footprint that well the paw prints. Definitely not a dog though. Not not any dog I've seen. Far too big.
2: He he shakes his head. No, I I I was led to believe the the spirit, the, at least the guardian of the temple, was a spirit of some kind, a bit like she who, um, the one who sleeps. But again, whether I don't,
6: it's- I don't, I don't think the thing we saw was the guardian. To be fair, I don't. I think whatever we saw was far too small to be a guardian.
5: The Bigger thing- than a
6: dog, but not big. Well, maybe
5: be. maybe it isn't a dog. Plus it was hanging well, out. With maybe, the maybe it is a, a spirit as our good host here is suggesting and maybe the mummy isn't going to be quite what you have in mind either.
4: Well, with all due be- respect, sir, the people we work for. We, we believe that this woman is in danger. So Something- possibly
0: from, well, possibly from these soldiers something's definitely weird going on here
4: we were essentially sent here to fix the situation and i think if we don't do what we need to do this this being or this mummy or this woman will cease to exist if we do not intervene we're not here to steal plunder or take anything from you but we are here to ensure she survives
2: Okay. Um, you can choose between you. Uh, whoever wants to give me a persuade roll to alleviate any concerns he has.
0: Don't choose me. <laughs> I'm, I might
3: be a. I might be the best choice on that one. Oh. A four on nice.
2: forty-five. Okay. You. You look at him so uh, trying to reassure, uh, trying to reassure him and, and it definitely seems to get through to him There's um you guys see me bolt
6: from the entrance of our um, of our tent just like absolutely sprint right out of it. I want to follow him
2: mm-hmm. oh, okay pop, pop,
0: um, yes. you guys stay and negotiate uh, I'll go to the door and look and see what the hell's going on
2: okay um in which case then the fellow... um Gregorio, behind you, is a little bit taken aback for a second as people simply rush away. But otherwise, that lack of um, degree of concern seems to be uh, definitely reduced. And he's yeah. In, w- in which case, I I'd, I'd be happy to help in whatever way I can. Uh, is everything okay out there? Well,
3: he they actually had some. We had a rough lunch. Let's so see what's make, going on. Just, yeah, we'll we'll check it out now, Gregorio. Before we uh, before that. Is there any known enemy of this of this sleeping woman there?
2: Oh, only, only the evil spirits that are enemy of enemy of all living beings. That she is our guardian and looks after us. That anything that would wish us harm is by by nature her enemy too. Okay. Um, sure. From from the door, then. Uh, Odd can see that across the clearing towards where the soldiers tents are, there is now only one soldier visible uh, magnus obviously has been running further uh, further forward connor a little bit behind and they get pretty much to where that one remaining soldier is
0: there's something wrong one of the soldiers is missing and the other although magnus is running towards the one i don't know what the hell's going on
6: i was running towards our tent oh you damn um, Your, your tent. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Okay. Yep. uh, Mm.
0: And Connor's, following after him. When I said, when I said the soldier, I meant the tent.
4: Yeah. I'm going to lean into Gregorio. Tell him, I'm sure if something happens between the soldiers, you, you, your family and your fellow uh, tribe members, they know a safe place in the jungle to hide in the woods.
2: We can potentially head to the, near, um, to the nearest village even though it is quite a, quite a walk from here. I, I
4: need... if something happens tonight, we don't trust these soldiers, we know they're up to no good. I need a way to contact you or send one of your members to meet us. We need to stay in contact. We will keep you guys safe and we will
2: keep you alive. But we
4: need each... we need
2: each other. I, I can definitely arrange... Something. Uh, I don't think anyone else here speaks English, Um, but I can. Or bear in mind, uh, maybe the doctors for the aid camp—they might be a good go-between. But I'm sure I could arrange something.
4: If if we get some time tonight, I'm quick with languages. If nothing is going on the rest of the evening and it's pretty uneventful, sit with me and teach me your language. I'll (coughs) learn if I can, and trust me, I'm I'm good with. I'm good with that.
2: he, He nods. Um, you get Magnus then gets to the tent with Connor very uh, very close behind him um, inside you can hear there's definitely moving around Um seems like not a um, not a ripping apart search is being conducted but certainly someone's walking around in there what's um,
0: going on at the tent
6: um, yeah so I enter a um, mm-hmm. drawing my blade um, and I'm sort of just gonna sit back at first and just sort of watch what he's doing um, and eventually I'll <clears throat> mm-hmm.
2: he, he turns round again that similar kind of slightly zoned out expression on his face. And he just starts walking towards you.
5: Uh you lost No,
2: I think I, I think I know where I am.
5: And and where would that be?
2: In a 10.
6: Why are you going through our tent, boil?
2: I haven't gone through your stuff, I'm mainly just looking around to see, no. he starts. you can see him almost visibly counting off beds and counting off bags, just kind of getting an idea of how many people that are around here, making sure there's no surprises. Is
6: that okay yep. with you? No, it's not alright. You see, this, this here uh, area is for our people. And uh, me and my brother here have been hired to protect these people and all their belongings. So no, we don't like it when a stranger comes in and starts going through our things.
5: Ah, so
2: you're the uh, you're the tough guys. You're the uh, you're the protectors, then, eh? You're the two that we should be worried about.
5: <laughs> yeah. How close
2: is he? Uh, probably within about swinging distance. Yeah, I'm gonna punch him. Okay, um, that comes out of nowhere. um, He's not going to get the chance
5: to dodge or count that as a surprise, so give me a roll. All right, just some damage or just my attack roll? Uh, Your attack roll.
0: I think there's some sort of ruckus. Uh,
5: A 22 is going to be a hard success fighting brawl. Okay, yeah, roll me your unarmed, so D3 plus any damage bonus you've got. Um, That's going to be four total. Okay, that's a
2: quite palpable hit. Um, you can see his jaw kind of sling out the side of his face um, a little bit further than would maybe be normal, maybe dislocated. Um, he looks back at you with um, a look of surprise, to say the least. Um, and then just almost rocks on the spot for a second. You you hit me.
6: Um, at that point, I'm going to grab him by the scruff of the neck, like the shirt, and I'm going to drag him outside the tent and just throw him to the ground. And I'm going to say, if I find you in our tent again or messing around with any of our people, it'll be worse. And then I'm just going to, um, I'm going to push Connor back and, into the tent and we'll, we'll go and, and sit in the tent. I'm just okay. going to leave it at
2: that. Um, he gets to his feet and scrabbles. First of all, he starts to scrabble away from you. You um, kind of on his back. When he gets yeah. to his feet, he turns and bolts back towards uh, his uh, his other friend, his, his other soldier. There's a very brief communication between them, like maybe a couple of different words, or a couple of words at most, and then he dives into one of their tents.
5: Why did you let him go there, brother? I don't want to make
6: any danger for for the villagers here or or the aid workers, okay. We don't need to make more trouble, right We're here. we've been hired to protect these other guys, all right? That is our job. It turns out our other job is to also pick up this mummy, which we'll do as well, but we don't need to start a bleeding ward between these people, all right?
5: Look, I mean, he just started back into his tent. What do you think he's doing back there? Look, if they come back, we can deal with it. You know we can, right? If we kill him, kill him now, we
6: kill him in 15 minutes. It doesn't make any difference. Right now, it, we've given him the warning. He knows that if he comes back, he's a dead man, all right? everyone who saw me throw him out of the tent heard me say what i said they know
0: angel put out your cigarette go on we've got to go uh, people...
5: i'm gonna watch very closely at... watch the tent and the other soldier i wouldn't expect anything less from you connor
2: give me a spot hidden roll if you'll keep an eye on that tent.
5: look i wanted to ask him a couple of questions in my sweet little way and you just let him go so quickly A 36 is a pass.
2: Okay. Um, You can see that the other guy does go over there. Bam, the soldier is standing on guard outside. Um, He pulls back the um, the opening of the tent. So you you get a very brief glimpse of what's inside. And it seems like the soldier inside is using a portable radio. And is talking to someone.
5: Uh, They're talking to somebody in there. They got a radio.
0: Let's see if we can hear what they're saying. Oh, I can't hear (laughs)
5: <laughs> um i'm going to call
6: gilly over um i like hey gilly
0: yeah yeah what's up it
5: that looks like cool Look, they were they were in they're, here counting uh, how many of us got, there were how well are here um,
6: radio see if you can uh, yeah see if you can maybe uh use our radio and see if you can uh, yeah. get into they're what their uh, their channel
0: if they're transmitting it's military signal so, yeah okay, i got it
6: if I can find it, it's going to be a fairly mm-hmm. strong signal.
2: Yeah, right. give me a skill. I don't think there's the signals roll in different games, but that's not for this one.
0: A mechanical? I don't know. Uh, Probably more electrical. electrical I'm going to try
4: and bring yeah. Gregorio. <laughs> I got older. an
2: 18 out of 50 on electrical. So, gotcha. Right. Okay, it doesn't take you long um, You sort of zoom through there's not much signal around here, so it's sort of Skimming very quickly through bands, and then you finally hit something. I'm gonna um, see if I can get Gregorio over to translate It is in Spanish. That is the, uh, the language they're using
0: Something's wrong with this radio. Everything's in a foreign language
2: <laughs> But yeah, um, in which case Gregorio comes over But uh, your your request this guy
0: on here is saying something. Could you help us translate?
2: Yeah, yeah. He, he looks intently at the at the radio as the conversation. It's mostly one-sided. It's mostly from the guy in the tent, um, saying that yeah, we we've got a what could be a problem here, sir. That we've we've got a couple of um, a couple of guys that have come into town as part of a different um, part of a different group that have turned up to maybe support the aid camp. Um, they're, they're a couple of hard nuts. They're, they're causing a bit of trouble, but uh, I don't, don't know what to do. Uh, what, what, what do you want me to do, sir? And uh, this other voice replies with almost a lisp, very hissing in its, uh, in its response. that's saying, don't do anything, not yet until we get back, just keep an eye on them, identify who the potential threats are in the group that we can pick off first. And then as soon as we get back, we'll execute every last motherfucking one of them.
5: Okay, so with that, I'm going to start heading over there.
4: Hold yeah. on, hold on, hold on. We have the villagers to consider. We will take care of them. Let,
5: yep. Let's, if we don't take care of those two now, we have to fight them with everybody else later. Let's just oh,
4: take care of these two right now. Well, then there's kids around.
5: Right, but if we just wait here for them to attack us, now these precious kids of yours are in danger. Gerhard, That's...
0: you
4: go worry about the villages.
0: All right, we'll worry about the.
5: You're not going to have time later, kid, to get them out.
2: Now, those listening to the conversation going back and forth and with Gregorio's uh, translation can give me a psychology roll.
5: Oh, three. I failed failed.
4: I don't
5: know, nothing oh, about twenty one on oh shit, ten. Yeah, 03 out of seventy five. Since not oh. stopped me, I could still hear it, so
2: Oh well which Conrad definitely tweaks it then. Um, you probably do a double check with your road to say is that the exact words that he used and he nods.
5: That does not sound like a soldier yeah. at all. This is that doesn't sound like a military order to me.
0: No, nah, he used the M and the F word. I own. That's. Little... No, no, no! But he
5: wouldn't say we're gonna. That's that's not how military people communicate.
0: Well, we better decide what we're gonna do. I'm not so sure you should run over there immediately. We should let them think they've gotten away with it and set a trap for them.
5: I mean, set a trap. They're standing right over there. They're not going to... What kind of trap do you want to set, Oddfield? Do you want to wait for...
0: We've obviously got a whole bunch of soldiers on their
5: way now. Right, and we take care of these two and then we booby-trap their tent.
4: Let me get Gregorio... We do whatever. As Gregorio gets, just starts to get the, the villagers get their stuff together when they're about to leave, we all walk over to the tent and then we make a meeting place up with Gregorio later. Holy
0: shit, doctor. You're like um, uh, bloodthirsty.
5: No. I'm starting to like you better, Gerhard.
0: We better they, talk to Dr. Gonzalez. I
4: mean, uh, G- Gomez. Exactly. We send them out. But we people are going to panic. So you tell them to get their stuff ready and get to move out. Oh. As they're about to move out, we execute the plan.
0: Go tell them.
4: That's what I'm doing. Hold on, and I walk over.
0: You're telling us you're going to go tell them. You go tell them, right? What do you guys want me to do? I am at your disposal. You need traps. You need. What do you need?
5: Look, would it be possible for you to jam the frequency that they're using there? Oh, you want a
0: frequency jammer? That's a little bit. Let me see what I can do. That's that's a tall order. But they've already told them there's nothing that you can do now.
5: No, but, I mean, if they have a staticky connection, then they might well, think that there's some the kind of electrical problem and said that we took radio. them out.
0: I can jam the radio with this.
5: Oh, well, let's go do that. All Look, right. I think the sooner we deal with these two, the safer everybody will be for the time being, okay?
0: Go for it. But we've got to take make contingencies for all the soldiers who are on their way.
6: How about, I'm and I'm, uh, look, I'm not, I'm not uh, uh, you know, how about this idea, all right? Me and Connor go and take care of these two soldiers quietly, all right?
0: We don't have to discuss it, just go do it.
6: Let me, let me explain <laughs> what I'm thinking. I don't care, care what people. you're
0: thinking, just go fucking do it.
5: <laughs> all right. All right. Connor? So- so are they? Are the soldiers still preoccupied with the radio?
2: Oh, as pretty much the transmission is wrapping up, and um, you can see the one who was inside is coming out and rejoining his uh, his partner, Uh evidently is filling him in. At least
5: by the way uh, it looks that like they're
2: talking, filling him in on what's going to happen.
5: Okay. Well, I want to try to swing around the long way to kind of come up behind where they're standing, mm-hmm. try to sneak up on them.
2: Okay, yep, give me
5: a stealth throw, then. that be versus their spot hidden. I'm going to spend five points of luck to make that a success.
2: Okay, um, they seem completely oblivious. Well, not to each other, obviously. <laughs> They're engrossed in conversation.
5: All right, well, I'm going to draw my two pistols and put one against each of their heads. Okay. That, that
2: conversation stops quite abruptly.
5: Um, at this point,
6: I've I've I'm now I've walked up in front of them, and I'm just said, in the tent.
0: No, no, don't put them in the tent. Just hold them out here for a minute, because I'm going to go in the tent and I'm going to dismantle their radio for pots, which I'm going to keep. I oh, gonna... you've come yeah, with you, us.
5: Okay. You, you, you go. You yeah. go do that. Get somebody that speaks Spanish over here.
0: Because we're going to need. You know, if this is a small enough radio, I'm just going to pick it up and carry it away could be is it a small a smaller radio setup or is it as big as this is why
6: i wanted to explain what i wanted to do i wanted to take care of them quietly move our stuff into their tent so when the soldiers arrived they'd attack our tent and we'd be hiding in the soldiers tent
5: well we can can still
6: do that brother just
5: over here
0: (laughs) you know the bullets can go through a tent
5: uh look it's 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 fine but somebody get somebody just get me Somebody who speaks Spanish over here, because I want to ask these two gentlemen a couple of questions.
0: Well, you've already asked them a couple of. Oh, you've got need the girl. Mm-hmm. I'm I'm grabbing the radio and taking it.
6: Yeah, yeah. it's a I'm big. I'm going to search the rest of the tent.
2: It's a big, heavy backpack radio. Yeah. Uh, although, as you go, you're getting that thing on, it's definitely got straps, but it's been sat on the table for a little while. On the table next to it, though, when Magnus starts having to look around, there is a rather odd-looking, well, it looks like a map, but it's not in any kind of format that you recognize. I'll snaggle that. Okay, It's it's on fairly crumpled paper, um, almost parchment.
6: Maybe. Okay, i open it up. No, I've got it. Oh, I thought I was searching. You were doing the radio, sorry.
0: I, it was next to the radio on the table. Right. It's... Oh, here you can have it. I got to carry this radio out. So, <clears throat> and as I walk past Angel, I say, "I'm going to hide this in this. Oh. So we can grab it on our way. going on, on our way. Things as big as a safe. How yeah, you but you know, that? we might need it
2: if For they wreck off. Uh,
0: Magnus has a weird
2: map. It seems to be mostly drawn. It doesn't seem to be used for pen, um, but almost as if someone's drawn everything on there with um, a quill or a brush. It's quite thick ink that's being used on it.
6: Okay. Um, This looks like a job for the linguists. Maybe he can understand these uh, symbols or maybe uh, our our new friend knows what these symbols mean.
2: Mm. Yeah. Are you taking it out and showing it to Gregorio then? Or and or Gerhardt? Oh,
6: mm. um, yeah. So I'll, I'll pocket it and then just kind of quickly search through the rest of the the, the tent to see if there's any other bits, if there's any ammo or whatever. I'll grab well, that.
2: There's a shitload of ammo here, probably more than you can carry. Um, this seems to be a combination of their storeroom and radio room. So you do yeah. find there are crates full of ammo, I mean, plural. And give me a luck roll. Luck roll, okay. Oh, 15. It's
6: uh, going to be a definite pass. Let me just check uh yeah that's probably a extreme
2: pass okay would you prefer grenades or dynamite
6: Ooh. Um. <laughs> let's go with grenades i
2: okay, think you've got three crates of grenades in there each one has 15 grenades in
6: okay yeah i'll be take i'll be uh picking up those boxes and, uh, and ferrying them over to where our, where our, our supplies and everything are in um, and, and the team. So I'll be taking them over.
3: Yeah, those are easy Where'd you get those?
6: Uh, our, our friends in there won't be needing them anymore once Connor's finished with them. So I'm, uh, uh, I'm taking them off their hands.
3: I bet Gill, I bet Oladi could make some incredible booby traps for those for all of our friends coming back.
6: Oh, I'm sure he can have a. We've got plenty of here, uh, of these here to to have some fun with. You Is there said else in there. Uh go over look there. There's plenty of ammo and and weaponry and stuff like that. So, uh, uh, knock yourself out. Yep, he's you got it? a nice, yeah, crate nice of forty-five.
2: Yeah, they probably almost certainly would have. Mm-hmm. <laughs> There was a crate. <laughs> uh, if I see um,
6: if I see Gerhard on my way uh, back as well, I'll uh, I'll kind of stop and go, uh, uh, Gerhard. Um, yes. I found this in there uh, in the soldier's tent. Uh, can you make any uh, any sense of these these symbols or anything? Let me see.
4: Um, you have twelve symbols, six in the center. It might be some sort of um, Horoscope maybe times of the star charts possibly um, Should I make a roll for that?
2: Uh, I'm gonna send you a message
4: All right. Yeah, it could be Horoscope could be times of Seasons times of the star alignments.
2: And I realized that he's gone to the wrong person, so I've copied it into you now.
0: I didn't... I didn't...
4: (laughs) (laughs) I used to do that all the time. Wow, really? Um, I... As I'm reading it, I... you see I kind of get a... like a shiver goes down, like a kind of... almost like a flop sweat you yeah, feeling right
6: there, heart.
4: Yeah, um, this is not the best uh, news. This is an ancient language. Um, I recognize it. I've seen it before. Not prevalent, not too much around, but it's an ancient serpentine language. Believe it or not, that's your choice. I'm telling you what it is. Now, would I be able to decipher this if I had over time? Or
2: it's not going to be too difficult to translate because You're mainly looking at individual blips. Um, it is essentially a search pattern that's been laid out. They're more numerical values that are saying this is search zone one, this is search zone two, three, four, five, six, etc., and that they've been crossed off in a fairly methodic, uh, methodical, uh, methodical, uh, methodical order. Starting with the inner ring around that central point, that zero-like glyph, and that once they've then cycled through that in a row, they've then gone to the outer row to so the corresponding lowest value, and then then working clockwise round. So, so for
4: time constraints, I I explained that to the group, and I, yeah, as you see here, that's a one. This is two, and then I explain just like you.
3: So do we know? By, by reading that map, you know their pattern now. So you, we have a pretty good idea of where they may be searching right now. So we know from what direction they may be coming back.
0: Yes.
2: Yeah, the triangle corresponds with where your camp is. So they'll be coming from the section on the outer ring that's next going clockwise that hasn't been scribbled out. So that will correspond to roughly the southwest.
6: Hey, uh, Gilly. Uh, any chance you think you could make uh, some of these grenades here into
4: makeshift landmines grenades well hell yeah you could put the grenade right into your box of ammo and you have a i don't know what you'd even call it uh, yeah yeah you
6: know. if we let, we lay some of them out on the way they'll be coming in they'll uh, get a nasty surprise uh, plus you... it will give us a nice nice warning of them coming
0: well if you knew what to do why did you ask me
6: well because i'm asking if you can turn a grenade into a landmine
0: I can do more than that great all right give me this stuff where where are we going to lay these out
4: uh we might we might have the idea but we I have no idea how to turn it into a practical device that's where
0: about that yeah I can do that but but where are we gonna lay I mean it's a big area what
4: what direction
6: are they uh, would they be coming in from Gerhard that's what we need to know uh
4: so I I look at the map and I try and decipher the best point of entrance, but remember they're also soldiers, so they they're going to send a scouting party probably first it yeah.
6: will still i mean assuming we'll take some of them out, and we get warning that they're on their way. correct
4: now, I assume that the aid workers and the villagers are organized and getting ready to leave
2: yeah after you had a word with uh, gloriaria there's it's fairly uh, not subtle but definitely fairly sedate that there seems to be a quiet get your stuff together and get ready to get the hell out of dodge they're not doing it to raise attention or cause a panic good
4: now i'm going to make a plan with gregorio of how he can send somebody to meet us or where we should go to meet them
6: can you also find out from him uh where the the temple is
2: Right. Okay, um, having chat with Gregorio, getting um, ideas of where you're going to go, he can easily coordinate to say, "Yeah, we're going to go to the nearest town. It's about ten miles back um, down the way." It's given that you would have had to go through there to get here in the first place. You're you're aware of where it is, so you would you would know how to get to him. Um, he says he can, There's a few people he knows that he can stay there, and he arranges a rendezvous point with you in in said town. Um, so there's that, that side is covered. Uh, when it comes to the temple, he says, well, the as I said, the the temple is supposed to be under uh, she who sleeps is uh, underground. This this temple is is buried. It's subterranean. It's never it's never been seen. Do you have an
4: idea of the vicinity that it is in? At least point us on the right. Where are the five pillows?
2: Uh, the the pillows form a form a circle on the other side of the river."
6: Okay. They're fairly. They're fairly. Can you,
2: us, can you show us on a map? Um, yeah. Uh, I can. I can direct you to the nearest one. That's that's very easy to find. Um, there was a battle that took place um, here a few days ago. Um, thankfully, the the conflict has moved on. But one of the pillows was shattered by an artillery shell. Um, if you find the the battleground, you can't miss it on the other side of the ford. Uh, if you find that, you'll find what's, what's left of one of the pillows.
6: All right, I'm going to get uh, a map and I'm going to get like a pencil or something and get him to to circle some spots on the map of where the five pillars are.
2: Yeah, uh, he, he can do that with rel- relative ease. And, um, your, your map name may, may not necessarily be exactly to scale, yeah. or, his, or his points are to scale, but it yeah. gives you a rough idea of where they are. Like within with- this area, yeah when he marks them down, if you were to draw lines between them, they would form a nice little pentagram. Of course they do.
6: <laughs> um I'll I'll probably hand that over to uh to Gerhard um as well so he's got it in current kind of, you, you can take care of the map. Uh right, let's let's get these uh I'm gonna help Gilly and and Connor uh set up these mines. Um And make sure everyone's out safe. And then once we've dealt with these soldiers, uh, we can go have a look at these pillars and try and find uh, maybe Gilly can build some sort of underground sonar scanner thingy, I don't know, metal detector thing, possibly. I don't know. We'll have a go. Let's, let's get some things done. Mm
0: -hmm. All right. My intention is to not create landmines. where I'm going to create because they're grenades. Uh, we're going to set up uh a perimeter of trip wires. Uh that uh if if the village is in the center, the uh-huh. trip wires are here on the outside, the grenades are going to be farther out still, so that the person at the tripwire when they trip it, it the bomb's gonna the, the grenade's gonna go off farther out. So if there's other soldiers around them, it's going to they'll be just on the edge of the perimeter of the it'll wipe out all the other soldiers as well. Hopefully.
2: No. gotcha. So effectively, if you've got a scout that's gone forward, the scout sets it off and blows up everyone behind them.
0: Blows up the yeah. people 20
2: feet behind yeah. them, yeah. Gotcha. Yeah, that's not a problem. Um, how far are you setting them out from the village? Well, I would probably
0: know the, uh, the blast radius. Uh, mm-hmm. And I might even do it to where they're not on the ground, but they're maybe hung from a tree, so mm-hmm. that they're literally right about this level. When they go off like a blast radius um so, mostly anti- but i do it i do it efficiently i'm not going to put a bomb in a bomb full of bombs it's 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 a waste of bombs gonna <laughs> do it well, i know the radius so
2: <laughs> they're mostly anti-personnel weaponry so they're not designed to like take down buildings but they'll certainly yes. mess up someone pretty damn well um by putting them somewhere where you can also direct the blast will um, have more of an impact. So you set them, say, behind um, down below a tree, so that the blast can only go in one direction. Then that will that will also help. Okay, that's that's the idea. Okay. Um Ask for a couple of rolls then. Um uh Is Magnus assisting in this from, from that description? He's doing what I tell him to do. Not the other. Yeah, I'll, I'll I'll be helping him out. Gotcha, Okay. Uh, In which case, then, uh, both Odd and Magnus can give me spot hidden, and then to set the traps up will be a mechanical repair roll from Odd.
0: Okay, I got an 18 on spot-hidden. That's
6: uh, Um, that's better than half. I got a 25, which is... It's a pass, but it's just a standard. Okay. Oh, Um, no,
2: sorry, it's it's a hard. It's a hard. (laughs) Oh, you both, you both get the same the same level of detail then. Um, and how well, did the mechanical one go?
0: Mechanical roll, I got forty-eight out of
2: sixty-five. Okay, child's play. You can you can set those up without any problem then. So nice and discreet. So if anyone does go by here, yeah, they're going to have a bad day.
0: But speaking plus, of, plus, we'll probably have ambushes ready so that for the ones that get through. You know. Mm.
2: Yeah. Well, speaking of things coming through here already. And as you're setting up um, setting up the trip wires between between trees and other um, other hard vantage points, you do notice that something odd has happened here. That on the ground there are bits and pieces of what looked to be curved glass, that almost very slightly curved, but not so much that it would form a circle, but more spherical, um, little shards that are dotted here, there, and everywhere, and on a hard success, you get the impression this is almost like a debris field that you're on the outer edge of what could be almost a blast radius, so these are shot out from somewhere and then landed here.
0: And they're made of glass.
2: Yeah, thick glass, at least it it looks like glass.
0: Is there any kind of residue on the inside surface? Yes,
2: there would be actually. Um, yeah, something very slightly—it's it, dried. It's had a—it's evidently had a few days out in the sun, um, but something almost sticky or liquid was on one was on the inner side of the sphere. Yeah.
0: And there's no like burn areas around, or
2: if you are specifically looking for burns, yes. Um along the trees you can see occasionally but it's not probably what you're expecting. It's not a sign of an explosion, but almost like a jet of flame has scorched a few trees, but the pattern of the scorch doesn't correspond with the explosive um the explosive radius that would have shot all these pieces of glass out. It's almost as if it's a different source.
0: Something's going on here. There's there's been they said something about a battle, but uh I don't understand what I'm seeing here. There's thick pieces Mm -hmm. of glass.
6: These burn marks.
0: It's. Be careful. They might have some sort of weapons we don't understand yet.
6: Right. Well, let's get this finished up. We don't wanna get surprised by them. So let's finish up all this and then we'll get back to the camp with the others. Mm -hmm.
0: I think that you should perch yourself over there so that if they do get through that you can start picking them off with your brother.
6: Oh,
2: right. I can do that. Okay. Yeah, that probably takes you about half an hour or so setting stuff up. It doesn't doesn't take particularly long. And you can all meet back up again as and when you need to.
0: All right. So what's your strategy for what how we're gonna deal with the people that get through?
6: Uh, As this back when we we're with the, the full group? Yeah. All right. Now, how many of you, other than me and Connor, know how to use a gun? Who's a, who's a decent shot?
0: Hmm. Not a decent shot.
3: I'm decent with a handgun and mighty sneaky.
6: Well, well let me put it this way.
0: Uh, Actually, I'm not bad.
6: Would you- are you willing to take, a, um, take someone else's life if it means you living? Yeah. Give me the gun. All right. Well, we've got plenty of weaponry that were left over by the others, and we've got plenty of stuff. So grab as many weapons and whatnot as you want. If you want any tips on uh, how to fire anything, ask me and Connor. But be prepared for, you know, hopefully the grenades and, and me and Connor will be able to take most of them out. Um, but uh, we, we, we just don't know. If you guys lay low keep keep behind things maybe you know we can dig you guys under the car or something like that we, we you know whatever but just be prepared to to fight if you need to
0: they might have some sort of a device that shoots fire
4: yeah hmm interesting now at this point I go over to my gear and go into my trunk and I take out what's looks like a leather apron and I tie it around my waist, and you see a bunch of daggers at my waist No, I said, mm. I'm OK with a gun, but I'm much better with a knife.
6: Well, if you can get close enough to use a knife, great. But if not, you know, use the I gun. I t-
4: take one out and twirl it in my hands, and it's a throwing knife. And then I slip it back in. And then I pat my vest. So I say, I have a gun for backup.
6: All right, uh, once we've dealt with this, We'll go look at the pillars.
3: I've got a. Uh, I've got an idea. Yeah, give me give me one grenade. Okay, there is I one left, right?
6: There's, oh, there's, there's I plenty.
4: I think we should all, right. all pull one in our pocket just in case, or two. Right, look,
0: this is the thing. Be careful. Don't put it in your pocket.
3: I can get around places where other people may not be able to get to and they'll never even know i'm there
0: all right good
3: there's only one way there's only one really passable way to get in here and it's coming up out of the southwest i think we learned that off the map basically the same way we came in It's gonna put us right up gonna put them yeah basically right up the back side of us that means as soon as they as soon as they return they're on top of us i'm gonna go and i'm going to find this place to to get hidden far behind where they may be as soon as i actually sense them even getting close i'm going to tuck off and hide in the woods very close to that trail the lines are already set up aren't they adi
0: oh yeah trip wires
3: trip wires are all set
0: be careful yeah
3: the best way for them to miss all of those trip wires and to not notice they're there and start hitting them is to be scared to death of the explosions behind them.
6: Well, then, in that case, take more than one grenade. I'll take two. (laughs) Yeah.
3: I'll take two. I'm going to run down that trail. And as soon as I sense they're there, I'm tucking off to the side, and I'm going to lay as still as possible and let them all go past. Once they're about five, ten yards ahead of me, I'll pull it, throw it, pull it, and throw it. And get them, basically a cattle drive. Okay. We're send them right into the explosion. That'll give you guys a signal. When you hear the first two grenades pop, you know they're coming.
6: And uh, I'll be up. I'll be up in a tree, um, kind of somewhere near the entrance, so that I can uh, start popping them off with the uh, with the elephant gun.
0: And uh, which way have we determined is that the five pillars this direction over here? So this is our retreat direction. Mm-hmm. I have I have stowed the uh, the portable radio of the soldiers over here. So I'm if I'm going that way, I'm grabbing that to take with us because i will probably destroy
4: the one that we brought. Is there a horse or a donkey
2: left? No, I don't. almost almost certainly.
4: Didn't take them with them. Take one of them. Load up the heavy gear onto that. Tie it to a tree. A hundred yards towards where we're heading
0: that's not a bad idea i'll do that but then we've got a slow donkey and jackasses sometimes don't do
2: what you want them to do
4: or horse whatever i don't know what we have
2: you've got the pack mules that you came in with it's It's
4: better than nothing
6: all right and that and so at that point i'm gonna
2: make sure i've got plenty
6: ammo got my guns and i'm gonna start climbing uh a, a tree and um Connor, obviously, we've chatted about where he's going to set up as well around the entrance, so we can kind of pop people off as best we can.
0: I am going to go to Doctor Gomez's tent see if he left
2: anything there. Mm -hmm. So by this time, because I'll take it uh, as well as the locals, you want the aid, um, all the medical staff out of here as well. Yeah, so you're leaving like the place pretty much a ghost town. Yes. There's very little protest um, that happens here, especially when it goes down. But there might be a fight happening here. Uh, the only, the pretty much the last people to get out would be the medical staff because they have to take a load of the walking wounded with them. Um, the whole procession of people leaving town probably takes about an hour, so it does take a little while. But then they start heading, heading out, and they'll be way down the path, past the point where your soldiers would be coming back, way before they, uh, way before they arrive. Um, having a look in the tent, you have lots of antivenin. venin There's one thing that you seem to be is um, a large stockpile of that. Otherwise, it will be normal medical supplies. So if you have anything in particular you want, then name it and you'll probably find it. I'll definitely
0: take the anti-venin because there's probably lots of poisonous snakes in the area. Mm-hmm. Something they hadn't considered. Just a few. <laughs> and whatever if there's if there's some useful medical equipment
2: you know uh scalpels uh whatever yeah plenty of scalpels knives um lots of bandages um antiseptic yeah
0: i'll take what i'll take what i can put on
2: the pack mule Mm -hmm.
0: uh, you probably load up
2: a a couple of bags either side of a couple of satchels
4: Now well while they're doing all that i'm gonna go around to every campfire in the village and tent wood on top of it, keep appearances of the village active, throw some meat into some of the fires, whatever, vegetables, to get the smell of cooking because it would be night or later in the day. I'm going to try and make it as, besides seeing physical people, I want to make it look still lived in as best as I can.
2: Gotcha, yeah, Um, smoke rising from fires, definitely, so there's a physical sign there. Um, there's the mess tent as well, where you can get some of the um, butane stoves going. So yeah, you can get stuff uh, frying and roasting up there. Get a stew going, which will just bubble away nicely and say spew nice flavors all over the, the smells all over the place. I just wanted to check. What did we do with the two soldiers?
0: I thought you guys took care of them.
6: No, the last time I heard was Connor was trying to get. Um, I I asked, to come for, I
5: asked for a Spanish speaker and nobody. <laughs> uh, <Gregorio laughs> and, 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 and then everybody was doing other preparation stuff. I didn't want to interrupt what you guys were doing, to they go like, "Let me do some stuff now." I don't. <laughs> now we,
2: we can skip back to that. Then yeah, uh, you would have had Gregorio available before he runs off with everyone before
5: else. Yeah. So what would what would you like him to translate? Um. I would like him to to tell them that if they. Enjoy living. That they need to tell me right now where what they're actually doing out here.
2: Okay, there's a bit of back and forth. Um, Gregorio looks as they speak. They again, they seem to have this kind of zoned out, almost half asleep kind of quality to them. But he looks intently at them with partly a degree of concern, but also a degree of bewilderment and then after a bit of back and forth again, he turns to you and explain, uh, pretty much does the explanation for them. I don't really know how to put this. Um, it seems like the, the detachment here was supposed to be doing a mop-up, um, that they were supposed to be coming, uh, coming through and picking off any stragglers that had been left behind after, um, after the conflict um just like a part of a reg- a regular patrol but when they were camped out in the in the forests they they say that the three superior officers um called through said they had new um, they had been given new orders and that instead they were to be starting a search of the area around where the battle had taken place and that they were looking for um ruins that were potentially be used by um, by the enemy. But the way that um, he points to the soldier that he's been speaking to, um, the way that the man describes it, it's almost as if that it's akin to something like stage hypnotism, that they would be talked to for long periods of time, um, it would take a long while for the um, the soldiers to or the, the the officers to relay their commands and tell them this is what you're going to do. You're going to do this, then you're going to do this, then you're going to do this. That it it sounds like they they've been hypnotized or brainwashed in some fashion. That they they seem to be they seem to be stuck within the confines of their orders. That they don't seem to have much free will outside of that.
5: Okay. Do you think there's any help of breaking them out of that state?
2: Um, he raises his eyebrows and shakes his head. I'm not a psychologist, but I would expect time, maybe. Maybe time away from whoever's been giving them these long sermon-like orders.
0: You tried punching him in the face and it didn't work.
5: That is true.
0: Try snapping your fingers.
5: What what I'm going to do is tie them down to just so I don't have to be constantly guns pressed to them. But I want to get somebody to go get me a bucket of water. and I kind of want to just like splash it on them. Maybe slap them around a little bit. Really see if I could try to get them more coherent.
2: Yeah, you you go not quite waterboarding on them. Right,
5: I don't want no 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 no. I'm just trying to Yeah, that they get thoroughly soaked in the process.
2: Um but yeah the It doesn't seem to have that much of an effect on them. What whatever's been done, it's been pretty potent. This isn't just regular stage magician hypnosis, there's something Something a bit more potent is being done to them.
5: Well, uh, at least feel bad for the poor bastards just a little bit, so uh, we'll just take care of them. And...
2: Okay, there's there's a couple of shots that ring out at one point, then, but then yeah, they won't be uh, there won't be any problem from here on in. Okay, so if I'm getting it right, then the the majority of you, well, everyone bar Johnny is going to be staying back at the village waiting in a semi-sniper kind of ambush position waiting for people to turn up and then Johnny's further on down the trail will be the first one to make contact and then do your stunt with the grenades throwing them off behind them yes yes Correct.
0: so who's first
2: okay I'll deal with Johnny because he's the one that's going to be up close and personal this might may take a couple of minutes okay give us I'll I'll give you a thumbs up when when to come back Right, so you head, uh, you head out into the forest, down that path on your lonesome, and get far enough away that you can still see the trails of smoke coming up from the from the village in the distance, but then um, waiting for the, the group to come up the trail. Um, I'm not gonna ask for a role to spot them, spot them coming, because there's seven of them, well, at least seven people. That are coming up the road that you can hear so you can easily dive off and make um, make somewhere to hide for yourself and wait for them to go by um but you will see them as they um they process um, past you um, there are six regular soldiers as you've encountered before it's exactly the same setup that you seem to have six grunts one officer and at least one of the grunts then has a radio with them um, they march on forward um, I'll ask for a spot hidden on the officer as he goes past 94 okay looks like a regular guy um, the thing that um, the thing that gets you definitely that sets him apart from the rest of them though is that he is obviously wearing officers um, uniform um, he is just about as ragged as the rest of them they look they look like they have been pressed for a good day or two plus um, of marching, searching out in the um, out in the wilderness, very much like the other group had. Um, however, it's not just the seven people that are coming up the track. Somewhere between a hybrid of a Doberman and a Komodo dragon, about five foot tall, is stalking along behind the officer like a giant guard dog. This thing has a leathery or scaly hide, um, vicious jaws that are dripping with saliva as it's uh, as it's stalking forward, and two large red eyes that are sweeping back and forth across the track looking into the undergrowth to see if there's anything hiding there. Can you give me a sanity check? Yes. 98. Okay, uh, that'll be a d4. Okay, so not enough to uh, make you potentially uh, cry out or, or give away your position, but yeah, that thing looks mean, ambitious, and not at all natural. All right, now does it smell? Is it, you, is it trying to pick up the scent? You can see that you can see this thing, its nostrils are flaring as it's going by. It seems to be acting like a like a guard dog. It seems to be looking to see if it can pick up the scent of anything hiding off in the um, either side of the track, or seeing if it's on the lookout for predators, etc. Yeah, this thing is definitely on the on edge. And is, has it already
3: passed me, or is it en route to me? Uh, it's
2: passing you at this point. It doesn't seem to.
3: Good. Then it seems I've been able to hold my. Uh hold my lunch and not soil my pants just to let off a big flare of of smell. Mm -hmm. Now, do I hear any, as they pass, do I hear any, um, another squadron coming?
2: No. Um, As they get past though, you do hear that there's uh, chatter on the radio, but no one is following behind them. It's only the one group coming.
3: All right. So they're split, they're actually split a good good amount away. I'm going to go ahead and I'm going to go ahead and pull the pin on one. Throw it, toss it to go, I'm going to try to split the back legs of that, that beast. So I'm basically just going to kind of throw it under the beast.
2: Mm-hmm.
3: And then the second one I'm throwing in the opposite direction. So one's going forward, one's going back.
2: Gotcha, okay. Let me quickly get the stats for Grenade. Uh, first of all, you can give me a throw roll to see if you can get it pretty much right where you want it. 36. Uh, I got 36 on 20,
3: but I'll go 16 to make it good.
2: 16 okay, so to make 16 it good. Left. Yep. Right, uh, in which case, 4d10, please.
3: 21, 23. Okay, that's quite a bit. You said 4, 4d10, correct? Yeah, yeah. Yeah,
2: 23. Okay, taking off 2. And that will be... Okay, there, um, there is an X thing. Uh, it's now currently splattered all over the path. <laughs> Um, as it gets blown, you can see bits of it go off. Um, it lets out a shriek that's very quickly cut off as its vocal cords are spread all over the nearest tree. Um, there is ensuing panic in the group. Uh, the officer from the blast falls pretty much face uh, down on the ground in front, um, in front of it. The, uh, the soldiers scatter going in every direction. Um, the soldier, the other um, grenade, then goes off further down the trail. The officer seems to reach into his pocket and pulls out something that he pulls up. Um, he brings up to his mouth and he just blows as uh, as hard as he can into what seems to be either a, a whistle or a flute.
3: So I didn't take out any of the officer, any any officer or any of the soldiers. They're all still fully alive.
2: Uh, well, definitely the officer, because he's the closest one to it, took something in the blast. Because he's been pushed, pushed forward, but he's not dead. Um, the blast radius on it is only about three yards, because they are mostly anti-personnel weaponry. So you can see that the back of his uniform is cut, shredded, etc. But he's still up and about. From the position that I'm in,
3: can I make a quick shot to try and put that officer down without the others... Like, in the hectic mayhem that's going on, is
1: mm-hmm. there any
3: way that I, can, that I can come out and take that officer down and get back to where I was without the six others knowing
2: exactly where I'm at? You can get the shot off without, uh, without any problems. To then dive back into cover without being seen would be a stealth roll. So you okay. can give me firearms roll and then follow it up with a stealth roll. All right.
3: pistol. It's a 30. That is, that's a regular path thirty on fifty on firearms, Mm -hmm. and then the stealth, a
2: fourteen on fifty-five. Okay, right. So you you get both of them, right? Uh, Roll your damage on your weapon.
3: Right, damage on forty-five automatic is one D ten plus two.
2: Mm -hmm.
3: That's a seven Uh, plus.
2: Two is nine. Okay, uh, in which case that will be enough to kill him off then because of the damage he's taken already from the uh, the periphery of the grenade. Um, You put a bullet squarely in the back of his head. Um, As you do so, something looks odd about the wound. Um, When you shoot, obviously brain matter goes everywhere. But it's almost as if he's wearing... A hood or something over his head that you're fairly sure he wasn't, but the head, the skin, the the hair is all flapped away, and it reveals this almost scaly second skin underneath.
3: He's still dead. He still fell though. Oh yeah, he, he's there's a hole about that big in the back
2: of his head. He's not okay. moving. <laughs> Just wanted to be sure. No, no, sure, sure. Right. In fact, you can give me a sand roll because this thing now that is yeah. this definitely was not a person. This is something wearing skin. I think that
3: one. I yeah. That one actually passed fifty-two on eighty-five.
2: Okay, or, okay. Just the,
3: fifty-two
2: on eighty-three. Gotcha. Just the one point. Okay. Yeah, something wearing someone's skin is now lying very dead in the path, and there is utter chaos with the soldiers now, and. Off in the distance, something is rumbling through the trees like a freight train heading straight towards where that uh, where that soldier is now or where that thing is now lying dead on the ground. Shit. Okay, and we'll go back. Right. Everyone back? Okay. Um, To give you a quick uh, recap of what you would have heard then, everything is as going to plan, very very quiet. You can see smoke rising from the different huts, the sun slowly arcing through the sky towards the horizon. And then, shattering the silence, there is a boom of a hand grenade that goes off a, a fair distance away. And some kind of shriek or sound that accompanies it, but is very quickly cut off. Um, A second later, there is another boom as the second hand grenade goes off. And then, can I have a listen roll from everybody?
4: 72 is a fail. O three 3 pass. I also failed, 77.
2: And odd. You're muted. Uh,
0: uh, extreme 06. Oh,
2: gotcha. Right, in which case it seems we've got fail, fail, and two extremes. Um, the extremes will get an idea of what this thing sounds like as well, rather than just hearing a noise. Um, there's a, a high pitched but very brief blast of sound that, with your keen ears, um, seems as if someone was blowing on a whistle or maybe a flute But for only maybe a second or two at most as that then there is a, a sound of a pretty large caliber um, caliber gun going off and that sound just stops and Then off in the distance it seems that there's definite commotion happening down the trail and away from the trail Sounds like something big moving through the uh, moving through the forest, uh, almost akin to a freight train starting to knock down trees. Could be a tank. Sounds like moving a tank. faster.
0: I said we got some problems.
5: Yeah, Boys. I was a little worried about it going uh, going off there by himself. Maybe the grenades didn't spook him this way. Maybe they decided to stand and fight there.
6: Everybody sit tight and, and, and stick to the plan.
0: We'll be ready to run, because if it's the tank, we're, we're screwed.
6: Just just We don't know yet. Just just Let's see what happens. Okay.
2: Uh, now, I imagine, uh, jo- is Johnny staying where he is after this has happened, or are you going to try and circle back to get to the village, or how do you want to play it?
3: Right now, I've got to stay where I'm at because of the other, the um, the rest. Gotcha, okay. I, I don't know what they're doing yet.
2: <laughs> right, The you certainly haven't seen another team coming up the trail. The first ones are running up the trail, and then you guys uh, back at the village can hear that it sounds like multiple people running um, towards the village itself. Um, Johnny, I will quickly send you a message and can you give me a sanity roll please? That's a
3: past sixteen.
2: Okay, one second. oh yeah that describes what happens what you see from your end uh, that was a pass you got yes okay uh, that will be checking one point hey the four of you at the village um, can hear this group running towards uh, running towards the town there, this isn't the kind of rhythmic stomp, 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 stomp of a marching group of soldiers. This is the screaming, um, irregular run of people fleeing in terror for their lives, what do you do.
6: Well, wait, to the, to, uh, wait for the grenades to take them out.
4: I hope it's not the villagers being chased by the army. They were out of there a long time ago. Mm-hmm.
2: Okay. Um, you will, in fact, actually give me a luck roll to see if um, something does get caught by the, uh, by the grenade. Oh,
5: uh, 20 62 minutes. packs. Is
2: that everybody or A uh, gl- uh, group luck roll so whoever has the lowest luck. Oh,
5: okay. Um, I pass. I have a 79 luck and I pass with a 73. 31. 43 I, pass
0: 29 out of 65 yeah pass. but you wanted the
2: lowest Yeah, it's whoever has the lowest luck makes the makes the roll did because everybody like everyone, everybody
5: passed, passed. <laughs> yeah <laughs>
4: everyone passed oh i thought you meant everybody and who gets the uh, lowest
5: so no, yeah.
4: i got 65 i have a
2: 70 and luck. you passed gotcha. yeah. if, if everyone passed it then whoever had the lowest has also passed the roll anyway so that's that's All not right. a problem yeah Okay, whoever um, whoever wishes, only one of you um, can roll me 4d10.
0: Go ahead, well, I think, Agnes. Uh, oh. okay. I
5: was going to say, you're the one who okay. set the uh, the grenades, so that's up to you to decide. Okay, 4d10. Four, four mm-hmm. 7,
6: 6, 2, 5. Seven, six,
4: two,
2: and five. Yeah. yeah. Okay. There is a boom that comes off from, uh, from behind you. Oh, not behind you, rather. That as the soldiers are running forward, there is a boom behind them. And something shrieks, um, but it's not an animal you have heard before. I mean, this, this thing that um, it somewhere between a growl of a bear, the scream of a hyena, it's it's unnatural is the best way to describe it. And this sound echoes throughout the forest, but then goes rather quiet.
0: Get ready to shoot whatever comes out of the forest.
2: <laughs> uh, The thing that comes out of the forest, or at least the group, are the group of soldiers uh, running, evidently terrified. Um, Some of them look as though they've even just dropped their guns and just running. Um, They run straight into the village, and unless anyone's going to stop them, they're running straight out the other side.
6: Um, As they come into sight, I'm popping them off.
2: Okay, give me a firearm, sir.
6: Okay. Uh, oh, 16. That'll be a pass.
2: How many firearms rolls am I doing? I, I'll, I'll take, if everyone's taking, a, is anyone not taking a pot shot?
0: I, I'm not taking a pot shot. I'm like, wait! They're running from something.
2: <laughs>
5: yeah, I'm waiting.
2: Okay, so it's just Magnus taking the shot then. So you, well, one goes, well, give me a roll on damage first.
6: Uh Yeah, let me just double check my damage for my elephant gun. 3d6 4. Okay. 1, 2, 3, 4, 5, 6, 7, 8, 9, 10, 11, 12,
2: 13. There's a red smear where one of them used to be, and one of them gets, he's rushing forward and then he gets thrown backwards and lands in a bloody heap on the ground. Um, the other five are just still running straight ahead it is only five that you see now that are running There's, there were six that came into the clearing and none of them had an office unit. Something's coming through the forest yeah that that sound that kind of freight train kind of barreling noise seems to have stopped You think it must be somewhere out where your uh, where your grenades were.
5: All right, I'm going to go check.
6: I'm continuing to shoot these soldiers.
2: Okay, um, you can give me another roll to pop off another one before they. Uh, you can probably actually give me two more rolls. Um, okay. That means that if depending on how many uh, you manage to pop off, um, only three at most would be only be able to run out into the forest the other side.
6: Okay, uh, first roll was successful. And second roll successful. I okay. rolled damage on both.
4: Mm-hmm. What time of day is it? Or
2: night? It's kind of late afternoon. Very late
4: afternoon.
6: Uh, first one was 16.
2: <laughs> and the second one was 12. Yeah, they, they don't stand out with, with that amount. Um, again, they go back. Mass- you're shooting these two in the back as they're running past. There's just this cool. huge hole left in both of them that no first first aid is bringing them back. And then the other three just vanish off into the tree line. Uh, they have dropped weaponry and have tried to shed as much weight as they can to run faster. And they are gone. All right, and cool. said you're heading down the trail? Yep. Okay, can you give me a sanity roll, please?
5: Uh, that's a failure. 79. Okay.
2: Um, takes you a couple of seconds to get past. You see where the tripwire was obviously gone, uh, where the soldiers ran straight through it first, and then it blew up whatever was chasing them behind them. This thing is big. Um, bigger than um, the largest bear that you might have ever seen pictures of. Um, but it's also now strewn over much of the uh, much of the path. It looks something like a sentient, or it did look rather like a sentient oil slick, with something big and fleshy at the centre of it. Uh, you can catch sight of open mouths, um, pieces of what could have been an eye or an eye socket. Um, That It is blasted all over the trees and is slowly dripping down in this mass of viscera, um, an utter unholy stench. Um, Give me a d10 for your failure on that roll. That would be a 9. Okay, uh, you can follow that up with an int roll.
5: Yeah, that would be an extreme success on the int roll.
2: Hey, well, the one roll you want to fail.
5: I know. Well, I have a ninety intelligence, so that wasn't that failure was not going to happen.
2: Um, on the plus side, you've gained five points of Cthulhu Mythos. Hey, and your moment of insane insight uh, gives you um, an image that this thing has come from the darkest, deepest depths of the earth, from a region of complete and utter pure darkness, and that down there there are many, many things like this, but also something that would very much be considered its father. Um, How would you like to flip out?
5: Um, By pumping lots of lead into the fleshy thing in the center.
2: You start unloading on it, um, in which case everyone else can hear the gunfire—rather um, hurriedly and excitedly—gunfire coming from down the coming from down the trail.
4: I've run off after him because
2: there's more think... people coming.
4: <laughs> yeah, yeah, I will have seen Connor go
6: down there, so I'll be climbing down the tree and scarping off to make sure Connor's okay.
2: Okay, and Odd? I
6: ain't
0: going after him. I think there's a whole bunch of soldiers coming. So, okay,
2: you're the one that's staying back, staying back at home.
0: I'm staying in my position, getting ready to kill anybody that comes out of the forest. But I don't think you have to kill them if they're just running from something.
2: Hey, uh, Magnus and Gerhard can give me sanity rolls when you find comma pumping what's left of his ammo into this thing that is spread all over the road.
4: Seventy-five out of seventy-five, just a pass. Sure.
2: um.
6: 38 out of 70. So, yeah, pass. 1.8.
4: I'm going to go ahead and spend one luck to absorb that uh, sand loss. Gotcha. Good old pulp. I like it, obviously. <laughs> okay, what, yeah. What, what can I make anything out of this? Is there. Do I have any clue of what this is?
2: You have a certain skill you can roll. Yep. It's going to be pudding out of it.
4: Ooh, I'm going to spend five five love points to get that.
2: Okay. Um, yeah, you have read about these things. At least the description of them definitely um, seems to correlate with the snippets of description that have been told about these. Uh, they are referred to as the formless spawn of Sathogwa the dweller in darkness these things as uh, described to kind of Connor come up from the the depths of the earth where it is pitch black resembling their kind of black oil slick like skin
4: I don't relay that to anybody right now I just let that sink in a little
2: mm-hmm. yeah as you're kind of glaring into what maybe would have been part of an eye which is still slowly sliding its way down the tree
4: but I will walk over, take out a uh, little specimen jar, and plop that in. Yeah.
2: Right. It's it's pretty acidic, but you can get it inside a vial without too much difficulty. Yeah.
6: Um, I'm just I'm sitting there clicking my empty molars. Yeah, I'm gonna I'm gonna like slowly go up to Connor and just like kind of like lower his guns and just kind of trying to lead him away from from it. What the
4: counter. hell is that? spawn of Sugatwa.
6: Whatever it is, it's not our problem now, Connor. All right, get back to the camp. Forget it.
2: Hey, um, Johnny down the trail can um, can hear this commotion happening. A Familiar voices further up the road. There is absolutely no sound of anything. Even trying to sneak its way up the trail, there is nothing coming from back further down that road. Good. I'm going to enjoy... Crawling
3: back out. And now it's time to check this body of the officer that I took down. Mm -hmm. I want his
2: flute. Okay, um, it's on the ground. It's somewhat covered in this kind of greenish blood, but yeah, you can pick that up without any problem. Good deal. So you got
3: any kind of identification on him other than that? Tapping him down.
2: Uh, you tap him down. The, the first thing, obviously, is that the skin around him is incredibly loose um, around uh, around the face after you've blown a big hole in the back of it, uh, for one thing. But then underneath, you can see it's the, around the um, torso area, it's stretched very tight, but you can find that there are a couple of dog tags. Um, it looks definitely some humanoid serpent that's wearing what looked to be a former skin of a former Bolivian officer. All right. Well, I'll take his dog tags. Mm -hmm. The name on the tags uh, also gives you his rank. Uh, He is um, uh, Sergeant Angulo. So not the captain that you've previously been told about.
3: Take my cigarette I put it out in the hole. And I'll walk back up the trail back to the camp.
4: Mm -hmm. Aravino. Aravino. Gerhard. Are you okay?
3: Yeah. A little dirtier than I was when I walked down this trail. A little less uh, put together upstairs, but other than that, I think I'm going to make it.
4: There are some very strange things going on here.
3: What is that smell?
4: And I point to the creature. Johnny, if you're going to make it a habit of uh, disappearing off on your own like that, take this and uh, we'll discuss how it works later. And I hand you a uh, black candle. Find me when we get some downtime. I'll explain it to you. Thank you. It's far too complicated to discuss now. And I turn around Is it over? Yeah, don't... don't... Just don't go out there. Trust me, Odd. Where are all the soldiers? I point behind you. What? That was... I'm going to go find a spot by the best camp light and start looking at that um, paper that we found again with the... Mm-hmm.
2: Yeah, the the, uh, the search pattern map. Correct.
4: Start trying to commit that to memory.
2: Mm-hmm. It's, it's fairly simple, so you'd be able to get that uh, get that down fairly quick it seems like where they where they started is pretty much the site of the battle and then worked out from there so that gives you a, again, a frame of reference as to whereabouts things are.
0: What's wrong with all of you? You look like you have uh, been through the ringer.
5: Well, there is uh, something melting off the trees back there that's uh... <laughs> <laughs>
0: that'll you know, Grenade will do that to
5: someone. No, that wasn't to something, dude. I say in very period speech.
6: Like I said, it's not our problem anymore.
0: Well, what do we do now? We're going to head over to the temple. It's almost dark. It's going to get dark soon.
5: There's another group of them out there. All, right. All Three right, patrols right. went out. We've dealt with two of them. Somebody, Somebody else get out is of the coming
4: back anyway. here. Johnny, what happened to you out there?
3: I had one patrol go by. I think I saw the dog creature that you were that you had seen. I tried to hold off those six guys, rolling with one uh, one officer. The officer is not what they seem. looked like It looked like some kind of serpent that was actually wearing a man's skin as a
4: Serpent, just like the ones that would have written in this.
0: Uh, what is uh, serpent people? What is this? You, 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 it's twice now you've brought this up. What do you mean, serpent people?
3: When, when they walked by, I rolled one grenade under that creature that we had seen. I believe it was the creature that had the giant footprints that, that Magnus saw.
0: And what was it, a dog?
3: Well, I didn't get a good look before I basically plastered it all over the the trail. But yeah, it was, it was like a dog mixed with a lizard, a large, like a Komodo dragon, very big, like a Doberman Komodo dragon, a Komodoberman, if you will.
4: Water,
2: and as it was dragon. going down the
3: trail,
0: because.
4: it was
3: sniffing side to side. Luckily yeah, I was able to, to keep my pants clean enough to, uh, to not give it a, give it a big flare.
0: Well, so do you think um, that was the guardian?
3: That wasn't the guardian. That's, I think that was just a, a maybe a hound, a search, almost like a, a bloodhound almost. Cause that's what it, his head was swinging side to side and his nostrils flaring, uh, just smelling and trying to pick up scents any way they could. But it's Matthew. Matthew,
6: like his description strange. Would his description, uh, would I recognize his description at all?
2: Uh, given the, I mean, you haven't seen the whole thing, um, but definitely the build, the the size, could have left those trails, uh, those paw prints you saw earlier, yeah. Okay.
4: Yeah, uh, you ever seen an eyeball like this on any living creature?
2: Let me take a look at that.
0: Oh, that's God's name. Holy crap. Oh I I don't want this. Take this. There's nothing I can do with that. Um so we're talking about some weird monster things. And you guys said there's another one over there that got blown up.
4: That was something different.
0: But that maybe was weird. maybe we've taken care of this guardian. Now we just gotta get the uh the mummy lady.
5: Yeah, I sure hope there ain't any more right. whatever it's
0: Well, without getting out there, maybe our job's just about done. But I got to tell you, I'd like to wait until morning because it's like dark and uh, I'm really tired. I think the soldiers know that they're not going to come in this direction because of all the explosions that went off about 25 minutes ago.
6: Speaking of... Oh, never mind. I I still think we should... uh, at least, maybe we're not going to go check out the pillars, but at least get out of camp like the rest of everyone else did, and, and try and maybe hold up somewhere in, in in the woods. You know, build up our own little camp elsewhere. I, I don't think we it's safe to stay here because, as uh, as Connor said, there's there's another party out there, and we don't want to be caught sleeping or, or anything in this
5: area. Well, no, Johnny said he threw a grenade at those ones, didn't you?
3: No, there was six. There were seven. There were seven in that party plus the creature. The one grenade I rolled under the creature, it got it got it's gone. There's no more. I then took the single shot, and and cleared the mind of the uh, of their leader of the leader of that pack, which left six. So if you guys had six,
6: well, I got, I took had, out three. Six,
0: I'm I'm sorry. What did you say, Angel?
3: There were six left, so they should have ran out. Magnus says he took three.
0: But well, I thought there were twenty-three of them to begin with.
5: No, there's still another. There's still another patrol. Uh, All right, well, that's what have... I'm trying to say. We can get another
0: that...
6: patrol. We need to get the hell out of Dodge.
0: We can tell that 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 group number one was killed. Group number two was killed. Group number three's out there, waiting to see what we do next.
3: Now, how many of our trip wires are still alive?
0: Mm. that's hard to tell without going out there and possibly setting them off ourselves accidentally. Oh, those over there went off, those over there, them. But, uh,
3: So that once it gets dark, that makes it, we can't leave.
0: We're probably safer here anyways, because if we're out in the forest, we don't know where we're going or what we're doing.
3: Exactly. We're at the mercy of the dark.
6: All right, worried. well, I guess uh, we'll, we'll take turns keeping watch then.
0: Can we guess at least is which the most unlikely way that they would be coming towards us? And we could go stay over on the tree line so that we could see them if they come into the village.
2: Uh, the most unlikely directions would be anything to the north, south, or east, because it seems like their search pattern is almost exclusively to the west of the village. So unless they've taken a huge detour, they won't be coming from those directions.
0: Well, let's, let's move into a position where we can see into the village, but we're not in the village. We're right on the edge, mm-hmm. and we hide behind trees and stuff and, and uh, peek out and see them.
3: What, what about the radio tent? Is that radio inside of there still functional?
0: Oh, yeah, but uh, I got the other one packed over here. If we if we need a radio, do you want me to call uh, headquarters?
3: I think we ought to report mm. to them what's what's going on.
0: All right. Yeah. Give me. Uh, well, see hopefully they'll be listening.
4: Um. Before you make that call, headquarters. I wonder if they speak any other languages, because as we've noticed, a lot of the locals also speak English.
0: I don't know. I can ask them. How many, what language do you want
4: well german english or latin would be the easiest for me
0: well wait a second i don't understand what you're saying why would you want to know if they could he doesn't
5: them? want anybody to overhear the conversation
4: those
6: troopers. So he wants to speak in one of them accents
5: no those what? troopers only spoke spanish I you're right. see what you're there's only one person here that spoke english
4: but if you rise in the ranks, it's more likely that you'll understand at least one other language. Better right, safe right. than sorry. Hey, we killed all your guys and we're setting up a trap. Come on,
5: you know. Well, we don't need to... Alright, Well. All right. let me go
0: ahead and get a hold of them really quick. See what I can find. Mm-hmm. So you guys cover the, the tent, because if you're going to blow something up, this is the tent you'd
2: want to blow up. So I'm going to <laughs> <laughs> it takes you a couple of seconds to get, uh, well maybe a few seconds, um, to get the signal through, but then you do hear the reply back come from Shapiro. Yes,
0: yeah, this is Caduceus.
2: Uh, Caduceus. Caduceus. Uh, well, so far,
0: we've had a, quite of a battle, blown things up with our grenades. Uh, all of it's still in the village uh the i didn't see it myself but the guys report a very large lizard dog creature that they managed to take out and a uh an, a blob, a black blob of goo tell
4: with, him it was uh, a spawn of the uh dr
0: um dr heinrich says it's a a spawn of sathagwa Whatever that means, um, we we know a little bit more now about where we need to look, but we are in uh, extreme peril. Like, what's new, what else is new?
2: Yeah, you hear this or sort of chuckle at the other end of the um, of the line, almost akin to saying, "Yeah, no shit, Sherlock." Um, but Shapiro replies with. That confirms that if there's a if there's a spawn present, then the inner knight must be there. Um, if you if you have the opportunity, don't capture any
0: of them for for the questioning, but I doubt they'll want to be taken alive. Oh, there was a there was a lizard guy. There was a, a, a serpent man.
2: Yeah, that that would be the inner knight.
0: Oh yep, yeah, they're here then, because uh... Angel took one out. uh, uh, That's uh, Johnny uh, Adivino. He likes to be called Angel sometimes. because I don't know. Um, All right. Well, we're going to continue with our mission if we survive to the morning. We don't know if this radio is going to work, but we got a spare radio. Oh, and I forgot we were going to try to do this all in a foreign language so that if they're listening, they can't hear. It's a little too late.
2: (laughs) Oh, well. well, uh, he rattles through a few different languages, uh, but he does speak German and Latin.
0: Ah, well, uh, all further communications will be in an other language.
2: Okay, uh, let me know when, when you call back. Right. But uh, yeah, please proceed with caution.
0: All right. Oh, um, What was it over and out? Well, apparently Shapiro thinks that we're just like on a day trip doing some fun stuff and... And uh okay hey,
4: Ad, why don't you put out uh on a non caduceus uh broadcast channel uh SOS, many wounded, uh I'm the last one standing, you know, and just push it out over every channel you can. So the if they are and we'll do and it. And then every we
6: get r- a bunch of the aid workers to come back here into danger.
0: Yeah, if they heard us. They've just heard us. Otherwise, they, have, they haven't heard us.
6: All right, good, good call on that. I don't want to. I don't want to run the risk of bringing uh, innocence into this.
0: Unless, but. unless we want to lay into the trap.
4: That's where I was going with that. And get them to come in. No, but what
5: what 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 my brother is saying is that sending out a fake distress call might get the aid workers that you had sent off the safety to come for us
0: well no no you're still on that uh, i was saying that we could send out another message otherwise that wouldn't probably be understood by uh people like the doctors and nurses but they would be understood by our enemies and they might say you know we need to move to another location and set another trap for
4: them i like where you're going with that hope you guys are hungry. I have a huge pot of stew bubbling over.
0: That sounds delicious.
4: I think it's goat.
0: that's, that's nice.
4: I could go for some stew.
0: I could probably fix it if it's broken.
4: I started ladling out, uh, pots of stew. Yeah, you know, plates, whatever.
3: I'm going to, I'm going to take, I'm going to take mine and, and go back to our tent where all of our things are and sit down on my cot. Mm-hmm. And I'm to set my goat stew on the nightstand table or whatever some other horizontal surface that may be close by, and I want to pull that flute out, but mm-hmm. I, I'm not gonna play. I'm not gonna blow into that flute. What I would like to do is uh, attempt psychometry on the flute.
2: Perfect. Okay, give me a roll, and I will dig up an image if you success.
3: successful. 19 on 85 um, um, all yeah. right I'm under burn too luck to make it an extreme success
2: oh okay good good right you you get a fairly clear image then of the person that's given this to uh, to him um, it's imparted. you can't get much of an idea of the surroundings. It seems fairly fairly shrouded in dark but also fairly generic. It's almost an empty room. It could be anywhere. Um, but the person that hands it to uh, this thing seems on first impression seems quite human, but there's something about the look in her eyes. That just seems wrong. That there's almost got a definite predatory aspect to the way that she looks. But you get the the words come through again with this almost hiss-like quality that says, "Take this and guard it with your very life. If any of this any spawn are present, you can call them with this." It won't give you control, but it could still prove useful. Do you understand? And that she makes a quite pointed, uh, very authoritarian kind of "do you understand?" Uh, motion when she's doing this. And what you, uh, the face of the person that you see, is this. And given you got. Uh, a pretty uh, good role on your psychometry. That that impression, that face will linger. You will definitely remember her face. There we go. And then, as night is approaching, the sun's gone down over the horizon. You have a lot of goat stew or mystery meat stew um, that you're curled up with. Could everybody give me a spot hidden roll, please?
5: Fifty-five is a pass. I failed that. I got a pass.
2: Uh
6: Twenty-six pass.
2: It sounds like most of you got uh, got success then. Out beyond the tree line, uh, for Magnus and Odd, the direction that you Um, that you see this in Um, this is the same direction as where you saw that debris field of broken glass a little bit further probably beyond the edge of where you set the traps up um, or the trip wires up something there is a light source out there it's fairly dim but something is emitting light it's not moving Is it flickering? If you stand and look at it for long enough, you do see a couple of flickers and maybe a spark or two, potentially. But yeah, something, it does flicker occasionally.
0: Remember, they have something that shoots fire. Mm-hmm. Be careful. That doesn't look like a, an electric light.
6: Connor, are you you're feeling well enough to back me up?
5: Yeah, yeah let's go. What's going right. on?
6: We're going to go and investigate this light in the uh, in the woods. Why don't you just stay oh. here and let it come
0: towards us.
6: It's not moving.
2: Yeah, you, you can stand and watch this for a good ten or fifteen minutes. It's not moving. Be careful.
5: I always um. Right. Make sure that my revolvers are loaded. Let's go.
2: Okay. You carefully and cautiously make your way out there. Uh, You know where, because you've got Magnus with you, you know where you laid the trip wires, you're not gonna accidentally set any of these things off. Uh, But you do carefully step over a few wires and make your way out into the forest. Uh, Beyond the perimeter that you set up, as you get closer to this thing, you can get a rough impression of what it is. It's a pillar that's maybe about three, three and a half foot tall, almost just above waist height, with a almost spherical top that then has a shaft, so the pillar that runs down beneath it, down to the ground, where it seems to be sat on, a again, a sheet of glass that's that would have been spherical if it had been intact, but it's jagged and broken in a few different places. Um, it seems to be some kind of machine or part of something larger but it's definitely broken. Um, it seem, if anything, this seems to be almost like a control unit of some kind, but whatever it was crashed here, and the bits of it are then spewed across the, across the debris field.
6: Do you reckon this could be something that uh, Gilly could uh,
5: fix? Some sort of machine? Well, I sure can't fix it, but I see what you mean. There's something electrical feeling about it.
6: Yeah. Some kind of bias. Well, I mean,
5: it's an immersing it's a light,
6: and it looks like it's got some sort of control panel of some kind. So maybe uh, Maybe when there's a bit more light, we come back and uh, we get Gilly to come and have a look at this all, see if he can fix it, find out what it is. This could be one of the pillars we're was, looking for. Was this,
5: well, the pillars were marked on the map, and I don't think they were anywhere close to here. Nope. Look, was it was it on a was it like this when you came here earlier, Magnus? Was no, this was no, it here? No, I didn't didn't see anything like this when I was. Well, on maybe this, like, I mean I don't know too much about any of this, but what if it doesn't come back? Like, what if it only comes out at night? So if we come well, back you, here in the day, Audi can't do anything about it. So maybe go get you, him right you, now. I'll, I'll take an eye. Yeah, I'll keep an eye here. on it. Yeah.
6: Right, I'll go get get Gilly. I'll I'll walk off and uh, go get
2: Gilly. As you you say that, and as you turn around to leave, your, for all intents and purposes, spidey sense of not being able to be surprised starts to kick off, and you hear something moving in the trees up above you.
6: Um, I'm going to yell to Connor um, above, and then just look up with my gun.
2: Okay, um, you and. you then spin up or have um, direct yourselves upward to hear first of all coming out of the dark above you this <laughs> sound of evidently a monkey um, that is crawling along a branch of a tree, uh, dangling uh, half up, kind of half upside down. One arm swings down and points towards you, and. A wrapped around the monkey's hand is this thing that looks like a metallic snake. Um, the coils wrap around its wrists and the head uh, pointing along its fingers, which it points towards you like that. Two eyes light up on the front of it, and as it screams Wah! this gigantic burst of flame rushes towards you. And we'll leave it there tonight. I told you.
0: Excellent.
6: I'm dropping that monkey, I can tell you right now.
0: (laughs) It's just a monkey. Be nice to the monkey.
6: With a (laughs) flamethrower.
0: Yeah, well, you know. Our players included John Byram, Morgan Llewellyn, Jason Melnichok, Zane Fleming, and myself, with Matthew Sanderson as the Keeper of the Secrets. We're currently producing up to five shows a week with music and sound effects added in post-production in order to create a richer listener experience. We provide audio-only versions of our shows free for you to download from Podbean or iTunes. The costs involved with the show are provided almost entirely by our patrons. Without them, we wouldn't be able to do what we do. If you'd like to support our show, visit our Patreon account. Just a dollar to a month helps us a lot. You can find a link in the description below. Like, share, and subscribe to our channel, and punch that bell icon for updates on our latest shows. And leave us some comments. We enjoy reading them and answering any questions you might have.